Happy Friday from sunny California. I can't even believe that I'm saying this. I'm literally looking out of the window and it is sunny. It is, I see the mountains, I see the clear blue sky. It's beautiful. And I'm really, really happy. The biggest reason why I'm happy is because I know I don't have to pack my bags for a little while. It just feels so good to be put in one place for longer than a few days or a week. Do you know what I mean? Or maybe, I don't know, maybe you don't know what I mean. Maybe you are normal. Maybe you build your startup or you go to work and you know exactly the place you're coming back to this week, next week, the week after, next month, maybe even next year. Like maybe you have a permanent base and the only thing you have to worry about is building your business or, you know, being the best version of your professional self. But for me, that has not been reality for the past three years. Uh, You know, you may have seen that I've been jumping around, traveling, kind of living the life, right? Living the founder life. But the truth is, it's been really, really challenging as well. And I think I have an extra flavor of being a founder because I am a founder in a foreign country. I'm an immigrant. I have to worry about visas. There's always a, a next level uncertainty tied to Uh, me being able to build what I'm building. And yeah, I guess if you've ever wondered how I've done that or why, here it comes. So I never really had an American dream. I never really dreamed about coming to America and making it big or living in New York, whatever. I mean, I'm from Finland. We're the best country in the world. Why would I have ever dreamed about America? But so happened that I started a business that I was very passionate about. And the market for that business, for podcasting, for podcast advertising, was very clearly in America. So I packed my bags three years ago and I moved to New York. Now, I did have, we did kind of consider West Coast and the East Coast. And on the West Coast, I mean, we didn't really spend too much time. We were like, well, there's San Francisco, there's LA, but nah, you know what? New York seems to be the media hub and it's also a little closer to Europe. It's a little easier in terms of the time difference to Asia and to Europe. And so we just decided, oh, hell, you know what? Let's just go to New York. Uh, at the time, our very first investor also was setting up an office in New York. So we felt like, okay, at least maybe there's like one person that we know in the city. So I packed my bags and moved to New York. And ever since then, I've literally been juggling between um, my business visa, which is basically not a permanent work visa. It just allows you to stay in a country for three to six months at a time, right? And then you have to leave. So that's what I was doing for the first two and a half years of being in New York, I actually had to make sure I don't overstay my visa. I could never have a permanent address. I couldn't open a bank account. I couldn't get paid from our Singapore, uh, from our uh, American entity. I mean, there were just a lot of restrictions. And even, for example, during COVID, I had to leave the country. The reason why I traveled during COVID was because I had to leave so I wouldn't overstay my visa. A lot of people don't get it, right? They look at my Instagram and they're like, oh my God, you're living the life. You were at the Caribbean and you're in Singapore and you're in Europe. Yeah, I wasn't all those places because I couldn't be at home. I didn't have a home. And you can imagine when you're trying to like rent an apartment in New York City and they're like, okay, what's your credit score? I'm like, I don't even have a social security number. I'm basically a foreigner, right? I'm like a tour equivalent to a tourist trying to rent a room from someone, right? So I am so grateful to all the people who were kind enough to let me stay in their apartment or rent out a room or whatever without kind of all this like formal documentation. Um, And so, yeah, it was always a bit of a headache. And 
Um, up until uh, mid last year, which is when I finally got my sort of more permanent work visa and O1 visa. And by the way, I had to go through like four or five different lawyers um, to even get them to apply that for me. I mean, when you are an employee in America, there are a whole bunch of different visa types for you. If you're a student, if you're this, if you're that, but because I was a founder and I own my company, um, you know, there was just a lot of visa types that were not applicable to me. And I always seem to be this weird special case. Oh, if you had done your company like this, you could apply for that visa, but that's not the case for you. So I guess you can't. I mean, there was so much back and forth conversations and emails going on, you know, before I was actually able to identify which visa type was for me and to find someone that was actually able to help me with that. So finally, midway last year, I got my visa approved and I was so happy. I was like, oh my God, I can now finally start building an actual life in New York City. Woohoo! I opened my bank account. I got my social security number. I was like, we're doing this, right? And then fall came. And you know, because of everything that happens in the world right now, and I mean, New York has never really been the cheapest city, but it got completely out of hand. I mean, rent prices went up. I was lucky because I lived in Queens, um, further down from the city. Like my apartment was fine. My rent was fine. I loved my landlords. I mean, everything was good, but still going to a grocery store, trying to get home, you know, after a work dinner, it was like, oh, how much is an Uber or $98? Fuck what? Like, no. And so at some point it was just like, okay, what am I doing here? We have a teeny tiny team. My co-founder isn't even in America to begin with. So he's been remote the whole time. We have a teeny tiny team. Everybody's working, you know, a lot from home remotely. People travel. Sometimes we come to the office, but at the end of the day, there was nothing that actually required me to stay in New York City. And as much as I really, really, really loved New York, I was like, this is just not sustainable. I'm a startup founder. I have to be very mindful about my finances, right? Because I don't know what the future holds. And so I decided to give up my apartment and go to Europe and to spend some time with my family and to work remotely, right? I was like, everybody, the whole world is working remotely. I might as well just make the most out of it. And so I packed my bags again. I put a bunch of my stuff um, into storage and then I packed two suitcases and went on a one-way ticket to Europe. And I was like, here we go again. Just when I thought that I would have a home and a permanent base, here I am on the road again. Well, the idea was to spend a couple of months in Europe, uh, you know, see my families, um, meet up with my investors and, you know, go to slush and just uh, see some friends and whatever, right? Just kind of recharge a little bit and then come back somewhere. I sort of knew deep down that I was not going to come back to New York, right? I mean, I love New York to my core, but somehow I felt like maybe it was time for a change, right? Partially because of the high cost there, but partially also because it's like, well, you know what? I've seen the East Coast now. And if I have a choice, why not see what the West Coast has to offer? Now, obviously, I ended up staying in Europe a little longer than I would have liked because I had to stamp uh, my passport for that visa that it was approved. That's something you have to do the first time you travel out of the country after you get the visa. And it was a pain in the ass because all these embassy appointments and all the bureaucracy and all of that, oh my gosh, I don't even want to get started. It was really, really annoying. Um, and a lot of my friends and family got their fair share of my frustrations uh, when I was trying to book the appointments and kind of sort all that out. Uh, it did not go exactly according to the plan. If you want to know what happened, listen to my um, uh 
audio entry from yesterday. Um, but basically, at the end of the day, when I finally managed to come back, I knew that I was going to come back to the West Coast. And now it was time for me to conquer this side of the country. I think one of the things that really played into that was the fact that surprisingly, when I started to look into who's actually in LA, I started realizing that a lot of the people, not just in entertainment, like music, movies, whatever, but also in the media world are actually based in LA. And a lot of podcast networks, podcast agencies, podcasters are actually based in Los Angeles. And so when I went through literally like my LinkedIn and just looked at, you know, where people were posting from, I'm like, shit, everybody's in LA. And all of a sudden, I start realizing that I know a bunch of people in LA. I know a bunch of founders. I know a bunch of people from my industry. And so I was like, you know what, maybe it's time for us to start conquering the West Coast. And so yeah, I got back to LA. um, And the plan right now is to yeah, start building our presence uh, over on this side of the world. I am definitely not saying farewell to New York, but I'm just saying see you later. But this is kind of a little bit of a background, um, I guess, into, you know, what's been going on over the past few years. And I'm not going to lie, like it's been hard. Like sometimes I'm, I'm looking at myself and I'm like, why am I doing this? I don't know. I just feel like this for me is my path. I feel it. I feel it in my core. I'm super excited about what we're building. Uh, it it motivates me and it encourages me. And I feel like looking back into the past three years, I can just say that this has all been worth it. So here we are on this path. And I'm super happy to have you guys be a part of my journey. <laughs> 